Welcome to the Cat Protection Society Perfect Podcast, a podcast developed for cat-loving humans who want to ensure their cat has a happy, healthy, safe and enriched nine lives and to celebrate just how amazing cats are as companion animals. Are you considering welcoming a cat or kitten in need into your heart and home? A visit to the Cat Protection Society of Victoria in Greensboro is a must. They've been helping Victorians find their perfect feline family member for over 75 years. And if you already have a cat and you're simply looking for the very best in veterinary care for your marvellous moggy, check out their cat-friendly, cat-only vet clinic. To learn more, visit catprotection.com.au. Today with uh, radio personality Belle Jackson from the Nova 100 breakfast team, Ben, Liam and Belle. Um, Belle is, a pa- is passionate about animal rights and animal welfare um, and we've also recently uh, welcomed Belle as an official Cat Protection Society ambassador, which we're thrilled about. So we're going to have a uh, chat to Belle today about all things cat, cat adoption, um, why she decided to come on board as an ambassador, um, and also give Belle the opportunity to chat about her beloved Gary yes. as well. So thanks for joining us, Belle. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Honestly, when I, when I was asked to do this and I thought, ooh, an extended amount of time of me being able to just talk about Gary... Hell yeah! Yes, amazing. <laughs> it's a it's a classic like cat person thing where I'm like anyone that will listen to me just talking about Gary, please. Yeah, perfect. We have lots of listeners. So, at Bell, have cats always been a part of your life, and did you grow up with cats? So, no, right. <laughs> I'm one of those people. I was converted. Okay. Uh, I grew up with, like, my, I grew up with two brothers and my mum. Yep. And my mum had this strict no pets rule. Okay. No pets, especially cats. Wow. And that's because I think we grew up in a neighbourhood where we had a lot of um, people around us had cats that they were let out 24-7. Yep. They'd come into our yard. They would be fighting. They'd get stuck in trees. There was cats crying and yelling and, like I said, fighting, screeching. So I grew up with this kind of handed down, I mean, hatred's a strong word, (laughs) but like just just resentment towards the cats around us. Yep. And I just thought, nah, like I'll never have a cat and all they do is go outside and they don't even appreciate you and I want a dog and nah, nah, nah. And I was one of those kids that was like, all I want is a dog, I just want a puppy. Well, now I couldn't be the more opposite. Like once I got Gary, who literally came into my life by accident, Okay. Uh, then he changed my whole perspective on cats. Right. So I was, I was fiercely against them and now my whole Insta feed is just cats. High five for Gary. <laughs> Uh, so when did your love affair begin? Where, how long's Gary been in your life for? So Gary, uh, he is, well, he's currently seven, seven years old and I've had him for five years. Yep. I got him when he was two. And the way that I got him was uh, I, my cousin found a stray cat yep. um, and it was hanging around and it, it didn't look very healthy. And she called me and she said, hey, um, I'm going to bring this cat into the local vet. Uh, it's beautiful. And, you know, she, she loves animals like more than me, which is huge. Yep. And she called me and said, I need to um, hand this cat in. Will you come with me to the vet? I'm just going to go hand it in, whatever. And I thought, eh, whatever, I'm not doing anything. I'll go with her. And I was living at home at this point. I was about, well, what I've been, yeah, 22 maybe. And I went with her, went into this vet, handed the cat in, and the nurse that was there said, before you leave, you have to come and meet this cat, Gary. And I was like, oh, I really don't want to. <laughs> I really like, I came to drop this cat off. Yeah, all right, you found its owner. It's microchipped. Awesome. Yep. I'm going to go home. 
And she said, no, 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 you've got to come meet Gary. We're about to put him down because he's got FIV. Oh, he's very sick. He's got infections. He's severe. He's got worms everywhere. Uh, no one will take him if he doesn't get taken. Like we've had him for, they'd had him for a month by that point. Okay. Um, we have to put him down. We can't find an owner. And I was like, oh, all right, fine, I'll come look at this Gary. And I kind of, I liked the name. I was like, oh, Gary is a cool name. Yeah. She took us into this room, one of the back rooms at the vet, and he was in there by himself. And it was like, it's so weird. Like, it just, it immediately, I just saw him and I was like, well, that's the coolest, <laughs> cutest cat I've ever seen in my life. And he was so loving and he just came straight to us that it was just an instant moment. He had one eye completely closed over with infection. Really? One arm was just all like um, scabs and all like he had no hair. He was all patchy. He was just scruffy. Like he looked like how they draw um, stray cats in cartoons, yep. like that classic like ruffled look. And so I was just immediately, I was like, well, oh, no, <laughs> what's happened here? And then he was at my house within the next, I think, three days. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And he was completely free, of course. They said, we'll do all of his operations that he needs. We'll give him all the medication that he needs as yep. long as you can give him a life. Yep. So took him home with me and he is he is my shadow now. I don't I, everything I do down to in the toilet or in the bath, like he'll come up onto the side of the bath. There's nothing I do without him. Yeah, you're his human. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um so tell me, what do you love most about cats? Now that we now that Gary has converted you? Oh yeah. Oh, there's uh, oh, there's so many things. <laughs> so there's that classic uh you know, dog versus cat fight, which I just we're still in a, this day and age and that's still going on. You know, the dog owners will always say that dogs are better and vice versa. Cats, like Gary smells of soap and dust and nothing and just everything beautiful. He's not slobbery. Cats are not slobbery like dogs. They're, they're so loving. If you want them to be and you treat them the way that you want them to treat you, they will. Yeah. So, I keep Gary close to me. He keeps me close to him. Um, people have this predisposed idea that if you have a cat, oh, well, you just let it out all day. It goes away. It might come back and eat with you and then it will leave again. That is so untrue. If you treat a cat beautifully and you respect it, it will treat you exactly like that back. And that's what I found by having Gary. It was like opening my eyes to, oh, my gosh, cats are not like what people say where they're going up and down the street and picking fights and doing all that. Not yeah. at all. People have this idea that cats will just scratch you and be and hiss and everything, but not at all. You look at any dog owner and you could say the same about dogs, yeah. but they are, they smell good, <laughs> circling back. They smell good. They're beautiful. They're loving and they're low maintenance yeah. as well. Like you, you know, dare I say, like I can leave Gary all day at yep. home. I'll go to work. I'll come home. He'll be in the exact same spot where I left him in the morning. Yeah. Whereas dogs, you know, people have cameras to make sure their dogs are all right and all. Oh, look, I think dogs are great too. I love all animals, but cats are just underrated still to this day. Awesome, and hence why we have you as our ambassador. <laughs> all right. Um, so, Belle, would you describe yourself as a crazy cat lady? I do now. Yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. I. I realised because I knew that obviously we were going to be um, doing this podcast together and I thought, oh, I'll jot down some recent things that I've done yeah, that great. prove that I'm a crazy cat lady. Yep. For one, the bath thing that I just mentioned before. So um, I had a bath on Sunday and, of course, Gary would come up on the side. Um, he would just sit by my head and I was like, okay, if I'm at the level where I'm having a bath and it's weird <laughs> to not have Gary next to my head, yeah. okay. Same goes if I have a shower. What I do is um, I get out of the shower, open the shower door and then Gary gets in mm -hmm. and he 
goes into the shower and drinks all the shower water and that's just our routine. And I stood there and went, okay, that's a bit weird. <laughs> but I think the ultimate thing that took the cake was I – so when I – so like if I'm eating dinner, Gary will always come and sit on my lap while I'm eating. Yep. And much like a dog will do where they're always like, oh, what can I have? Like how much of your food do I get? Uh, Gary will come to me, not to my partner, Luke. He knows to come to me. And then I will share my dinner with him. Yeah. And it's only food that obviously, you know, cats, are, I, they're so beautiful because they're so picky. He doesn't want the vegetables. He doesn't want the good stuff. Yeah. I give him like, the, you know, shredded cheese or um, we make these like deep fried mushrooms. And so I gave him some of the batter. <laughs> oh, well played by Gary. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so I, I was sitting there and Luke, my partner, turned to me and I've got my hand out with the food and Gary's eating it. But I was just watching the TV while I was doing it. And Luke's like, this is just, what have I signed up to? Yeah. And I was like, you've signed up to... Gary and me, Official not just crazy me. cat lady. <laughs> Done. Um, so let's have a chat about cat adoption. Um, yeah. You, you spoke about when Gary came into your life. So what's mm. been your biggest learning since adopting a cat? I think the biggest learning was I'd come from not having pets. I grew up with a few chickens, which are super low maintenance and outside and all that. So I think the biggest learning was that I learned a lot about myself and how uh, independent and I guess selfish I was before I had a cat and how much you don't have to worry about anything or anyone else in your life when you don't have a pet you just go away for a weekend who cares yep. um, and I'd gone from never having a pet to I got Gary and I was like I've got to buy food I've got to buy litter all the time I need to make sure that his litter is clean and it was like this instant like kind of mother <laughs> tendencies and now it's down to the point where I realise, you know, if I go away, yeah, like I said, even for a weekend, who's going to look after him? Yeah. What's my plan? How, yeah, I've got to worry about him and I'd never had that. And it was a really good learning for me to go, oh, I actually do have to take care of somebody else. Yeah. That and just I don't hate cats anymore. Yeah, okay, <laughs> massive win, massive win. Okay, so what advice would you give to anyone considering adopting a cat from a shelter? From a shelter? Well, that's my piece of advice. Adopt, don't shop. Great. <laughs> First piece of advice. Yep. Um, and I, I just I couldn't be more uh, passionate about the adopt, don't shop movement. Um, but if you're adopting from the shelter, I mean, way to go because you can't. It, it, they come with, like people go, oh, if you adopt, it comes with problems and it comes with issues and whatever. But no, they come with experience. They come with their information. They come with usually everything that they need to make them happy. So when I came to you guys and we were um, looking at Jeffrey and stuff and, and you know, I was going, oh, do I adopt Jeffrey? I'm not sure. And there was that, okay, well, how about you take his blanket home for a bit, let um, Gary smell his blanket or just, you know, take his things back to your house and you give us everything that we need when you're adopting a cat, which yep. is so fantastic. But You've also got to respect, if you're adopting from a shelter, you've got to respect what you're told from that shelter. Because I I know just personally from people that I've spoken to that have adopted cats and then they've gone, oh, they said that the cats don't do well with kids. And then I took them home to my kids and like, yeah, turns out it, there wasn't. So we had to give them back. I'm like, well, it, you've got to listen to the shelter. If they say they're not good with young children or, hey, this cat needs extra attention, you've got to listen to that. Yeah. You can't expect to just take a cat home and think, oh, well, I'll just shape it how I want doesn't work like that. No. Another thing I love about cats, though, they know what they want. Yeah, and you can't force them to do anything <laughs> no. they don't want to do. No. All right, let's have a chat about you as our ambassador. Obviously, you yes. joined earlier in the year, which is amazing. So we are thrilled to have you on board. Um, tell us what you love most about being an ambassador for the society. On Honestly, when I got asked to be an ambassador, I pinched myself because I was like, oh, surely not. Why me? And 
as soon as I came to you guys and looked at the shelter and learnt about the fantastic work that you were doing, you couldn't align with my values more. Amazing. Um, and like I said, like growing up from being in a house where I was like, oh, cats, oh my God, I hate them, to now being an ambassador for the Cat Protection Society of Victoria is like, it, like I said, it just it aligns with everything I believe in. And seeing the fantastic work that you guys do, I couldn't be prouder of being aligned with you and wanting to get that word out because, like I said, if, if you're looking to get a, a pet, you know, especially if it's a cat, obviously, there is no better place to start looking than to adopt and from a place that is you are caring for so many cats, so many <laughs> And to the point where I, you know, I'm looking at your Insta and you're like, all right, we got these beautiful babies that have come in. I'm like, how do you have so much space? All I want to do is adopt them. Yeah. But if I can in any way, shape or form, even though I don't believe that I have a big following whatsoever, if I can get a word out there to get some of those cats into beautiful homes, great. Job. I've achieved it. Job totally. Done. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, so you recently hosted an event at our shelter. Um, yes. What was your first impression of the shelter and what would you like listeners to know? It's huge. <laughs> it's so big. <laughs> Walked in there and I, like in my head I was like, oh, okay, I haven't been there before. Like, you know, this will be cute and kind of picturing, you know, like just a normal animal shelter. But my goodness, you've got everything. We do. I haven't even seen the vet part yet. Yeah. I don't even see that, let's say, wing. It, I haven't even seen it. Yeah. But um, the amount of cats that you've got, but the space that you've got as well and the way that you've set it up with all the separate um, kind of – I guess, categories of cats yep. was really easy to understand walking through and saying, all right, well, here are our seniors, here are our ones that need extra care, here are our kittens. So easy to understand. If yep. you're looking to adopt a cat, you go, well, this is my criteria. Super easy. Yep. Um, I've also told a lot of people about when you walk into the Cat Protection Society, you have like huge, I think you had like 30 litre bags of litter, yeah. which I've never seen before. <laughs> And so everyone I know that has cats, I'm like, if you need litter, go to the Cat Protection Society because I get mine from your know, supermarket, yeah. which is the exact same brand, the recycled paper. And, uh, yeah, it's like max 20 litres. Yeah. You guys have the 30 litre. I was like, well, <laughs> these guys know what they're doing. Um, but also the staff, you couldn't have been warmer and more welcoming as well, awesome. honestly. And I've told a hell of a lot of people about that as well. Yeah, great. <laughs> So for listeners that don't know, um, we are Victoria's largest shelter dedicated just to cats. So to Belle's point, um, at any one time we can provide refuge for up to 300 cats and kittens, which is huge. 300? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then we have cats in foster care in addition to that. Yes. So, yeah, numbers are massive. Um, all right, rounding out, why do cats make amazing companion pets? Because, like I, this is how I describe Gary to my partner, Luke, he is a hot water bottle. Yeah. That that Gary's nickname is a hot water bottle because unlike a dog again, you know, dogs like yeah, they're great, they can sit on you, but Gary or you know, cats, they are they can be as close to you as like I said before, a shadow where they follow you around, they love you and he will just sit on me and sleep in the bed at my head every night with his pillow on the head. They're quiet, they are they are so loving and I think you know, you, you could I can't wait to have kids of my own because I know that I will be a household with a cat or five <laughs> or more and it will teach my children how to be gentle. Yeah. You can't go patting a cat that's like, oh, my God, like you pat a dog. It doesn't work like that. You, it teaches kids to be gentle. But just in that same vein, cats are perfect for elderly as well. Yeah. And the perfect companion for somebody that needs somewhat, something low maintenance yep. but also loving and that will be there to look out for you. And I would love to just 
get the word out that the stigma around cats and yeah, the idea that just the stereotyping of cats being vicious or or um, dangerous or whatever just so false yeah. so false awesome thanks Belle. um let's circle back to gary back yes. to your favorite topic so um gary as you've spoken about has fiv yeah um let's chat initially did you have any reservations you were introduced to gary he obviously wasn't in a great state when you met him at the vet clinic yeah um did you have any reservations about taking him home i didn't personally absolutely okay. not from the moment that i saw him it was on. Yeah. And I didn't mind if they said to me he has a month to live or two months to live, great. I want to make those last few months of his life incredible. Yeah. But, and I didn't set out, when I saw him, I didn't set out to do like a, you know, queer eye makeover where he, suddenly he's this glamorous cat, which he is now. But I, that wasn't my goal. It just so happened that it, it, you know, with love and nurturing, he's actually flourished into this beautiful cat. Yeah. But I saw him and I was like, he's perfect. Yeah. He's, you know. One eye scratched up, infected. Oh, who cares? Yeah, an amazing he needed, name. Yeah, yeah. He, yes. He needed somewhere to live. He needed someone to look after him. Perfect. And they said to me, when, when I asked them, I said, okay, well, they said, oh, actually, you know, he's got FIV. Yeah. Like it was the worst thing in the world. And I said, well, what does that mean? Oh, his immune system is just a bit shit. Yeah. That's it. I was like, okay, so... So what does that mean? Okay, well, he can't be around other cats. He can't go outside. You just have to keep him inside. You have to look after him, make sure he's healthy. Done. Yeah. Easy. No worries. And for anyone that has listened to, uh, you know, Ben Liam and Bell's show or even the Ben and Liam show when I was producing, there were a few jokes made about, oh, well, your cat is seeing your cat has FIV and da, da, da. And it's it's one of those things where I go through life saying, oh, if you don't laugh about it, you'll cry. Yeah. So, you just got to look at the bright side. So we made a few jokes about it, but I actually really, I liked making those jokes, you know, going along with it going, yeah, he does on air because anyone listening would be like, oh, okay. But you also hear me tell stories about Gary and prove that he's the best cat ever. And I'm trying to like subtly get people to understand that FIV doesn't mean anything. And I personally, like, he's so happy being an inside cat. I love that he has to be inside. (laughs) I'm like, great. He doesn't, he can't run away. I can't lose him. He can't get hit by a car, whatever. He can't get stuck in a tree. He's inside. He's warm. He's healthy. He is happy. And the FIV factor, honestly, it's like, to me, it's like if I had a child that had any other disorder, it's like, okay, well, I still love them to bits. Who cares? Like, I love him. I'm going to take care of him. If it's for one year or 10 years, I will give him everything I can. And he has not had any issues. He may get a cold, you know, here and there. And when he does, take him straight to the vet. I get him the help that he needs. Other than that, he's like any other cat, except that he's inside and he's all mine. Um, so, if someone, um, we obviously, our shelter are often promoting cats that have FIV. What yep. would be your advice? If someone has seen a cat online or come into the shelter and they find out the cat has FIV, you know, what would you tell them as, as an FIV cat owner? Well, I guess, see, my biggest fear is, is, and I saw this with you guys when I was at the shelter, you said, oh, well, this person adopted this cat and now they've given them back. Yeah. Or, oh, they took them home, it didn't work out. And then and I, I, that makes me really sad because I think, okay, well, I, I love that they gave it a shot, but you do also need to know that it's like adopting any kind of pet. It is a big task. Yeah. And they do need just that little bit more attention with whether it's the medication that they need to take or just the amount of attention that you need to give them and pay attention to, okay, well, do they have a runny nose or have they been in touch with another cat and all of that? Um, it, it's... It's just going above and beyond for for them in a sense that, like, 
you can't just let them run around and go, oh, I'm sick of them today. I'll let them outside and let them go for a bit. It doesn't work like that. You do have to take them on almost 24-7. I mean, I've walked Gary on a leash multiple times and that is fine. (laughs) He's got his little harness, not a collar. He's got his little harness. He's got his leash, taking him for a walk because... I was like, well, I do want to let him go outside. And yep. it's just that extra little bit of attention. You can't you can't just go, oh, they seem all right. I'll just let them go. Nah. But the other bonus is that it's not like if, you, if they have FIV, you can never have another cat again. Because I was looking at adopting with you guys again, at, well, fostering, and because you can have two cats that have FIV. Yes. So really, at the end of the day... It's not it's not a all right, well this is it and that's done and he's only gonna live for a year. Yeah. Like they can be just as healthy as anybody else and you can have if you wish, you can have multiple cats still. Yeah, great. <laughs> um so relocating with Gary. Um did you move into state with Gary and how did he go? Yes. Gary has flown a virgin flight before. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> uh, it wasn't through Virgin, it just so happened to be on that plane. It wasn't their fault. Uh, but he, um, I think that was the only time I picked him up and he was like dead silent. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, what's happened? Is he okay? He was fine, obviously. But yeah, I moved. So I got him in Melbourne. Yep. And then I moved to Sydney and classic, you know, renting a small apartment. A, I didn't want to squish him into a tiny apartment and B, no pets. Yep. So uh, uh, I had to leave him for, I think I didn't have him for a year and a half or two years and my mum looked after him, which was so sad for me. So I lived in Sydney. He was in Melbourne and I'd visit him every few weeks. Um, And then I moved from Sydney to Adelaide. That's when I flew him over from Melbourne to Adelaide. Yep. Um, Picked him up there and then he lived with me there. And then we've moved uh, once in Adelaide. We moved house, so not that bad. Chucked him in the car. That's fine. Yep. But we have driven... We've moved back to Melbourne, Gary and I, but we've also done the drive Melbourne to Adelaide maybe three times okay. together. <laughs> and, like, you know, he starts off like um, we put him in the crate and everything and, and I always have him, I don't know if it's allowed, but I put him in the front seat. I don't know. <laughs> um, seat belting? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you're fine. <laughs> I was like, is that <laughs> I should be doing that? Yeah, no, it's in a seat belt. He's in his crate thing yeah. in the seat belt in the front seat. Yeah. Um, because I have to, I just like, I keep, you know, making sure he's okay. No, yeah, that's exactly. It. Uh, and he meows every like you know, he meow for the first hour. Yeah, and it's basically him just being like, "What is going on?" Um, but he loves music. Okay, so I always put the radio on, and uh, same at home as well. If I put music on or we have the TV on, he's like the happiest. Uh, so we put the radio on, and he's he's always chill. And then usually he'll sleep for like most of the time. Um, and yeah, like I said, I've done that drive so many times. Yeah, and it's amazing how. If I take him to the Melbourne house, like where I grew up, he knows what he knows exactly where he is straight yep. away. He knows once I put his litter down and his food down where it always goes, he knows it's there. He goes up to his favourite spot upstairs and then coming back to Adelaide, he would just go straight back. Yep, I'm home. Yep. Sniff around for maybe five minutes, knows exactly where he is. Yep. And now we've moved house again in Melbourne. And he is loving it. Yeah. He's, he's found all the sunny spots. He's great. Um, but I've, I've never had an issue, you okay. know. And especially with the long drives, it's like having kids. You yeah. just go, all right, well, every two hours we'll stop. I take him out. I put him on his harness, yeah. walk him around in like a park, um, let him do his business, feed him water, and then back in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So rounding out, obviously you've said Gary uh, is loves music, TV. Um, how impressed is he with your new radio gig with Nova? <laughs> He's actually, you know what? He had his moment. He had his moment on the show. It was in Adelaide. Yeah. I brought him into the studio and, um, yeah, we had him 
on air, uh, and he was he was our. You know how you have like the octopus that predicts the World Cup and yep. stuff. So Gary was our right. predictions animal, um, and so he was predicting. I don't even know. I think it was the U.S. president. I think, yeah. Uh, so he came in and he was fine. Yeah. Liam's severely allergic to cats, though, so that didn't go down too well for him. And I was like, well, <laughs> Gary's in. Um, so he had a little photo shoot and everything, um, and he's actually gotten his first few freebies sent to him oh, the other day. Well played, um, Gary. Yeah, we got uh, from Frank Green, you know, do the drink yeah, bottles and yeah. stuff. They've got a pet range now. Awesome. And I got this email and they said, oh, um, would Gary like a new collar and a new bowl? I was like, oh, and I got home. I said, Gary, you're an influencer. <laughs> and so he did a little story of him with his Frank Green. Um, you've got this like beautiful like silver bowl and then this green like collar. But the thing is, like, I don't put a collar on him yeah. because he's inside. Yeah. And I I just I don't know, collars to me, yeah, nah. So uh we put it on, we did some photos and then off it goes. Um so yeah, he's I think he's loving it because yeah. he's got some free stuff. Yeah, right, that's it. <laughs> All right, and um any plans to welcome any any, any more furry feline friends into the home? Yeah, look, I think so. Yep. I, I really want to. Uh, moved in with my partner and he's got two dogs. Okay. So they're outside and then I've got Gary inside and yep. there's no crossover. Um and I would love to have another cat, but I've got to convince Luke. Yeah, okay. <laughs> he's uh, he's like, we've got three animals already. I was like, yeah, but only one cat. Yeah. Uh, but in saying that, I just I have so much love for Gary, and yep. I'm so happy with just him. Yep. Uh, and I've seen him even look at other cats, and he was uh, he was on the streets for a bit. He's yeah. a he's a feisty boy. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I don't know. And even. Just thinking about it, and we we um you know we've had conversations about it, and I just think I'd have the easing in would be huge. Yep, but I would love to. <laughs> I would love to. All right, if you're listening, Luke, uh, yeah, yeah, come on into the shelter. We'll see if we can work our magic. Yep. Um, Belle, thank you so much. Is there any more any you know general information? Anything else you'd like to share with our Cat Protection Society listeners? Honestly, I think I mean if if someone's listening to this already, you're on the right path, obviously, yep. but. I cannot stress enough that the the stigma around FIV in cats, it is so blown out of proportion with, oh, well, if they've got FIV, then they're not going to live a healthy life. You couldn't be more wrong. They are, they are the ones that need so much love and so much care. But if you are willing to, you know, if you are already, to wel- already looking to welcome a pet into your life that you want to love then you're on the right track. And as long as you're willing to love them and adopt, don't shop, just let's let's try and give as many cats beautiful homes and so they can feel loved and looked after. I mean, you guys do a great job anyway at making them feel so happy. But, yeah, I just can't stress enough, adopt, don't shop. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. As said, we're Thank absolutely you. thrilled to have you as our ambassador. Oh, I'm um, stoked. And <laughs> yeah, looking forward to doing more and more with you in the future. Thanks, yes. Belle. Thank you. No That's worries. Right. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Cat Protection Society Perfect Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app so you don't miss an episode. And we'd love if you can share this podcast with any friends, family or colleagues who all love things cats. In the meantime, you can visit our website at www.catprotection.com.au.